0: Hello friends and welcome to episode 34 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. And welcome to the second episode of season 2. And I just want to say thank you to all of you that have listened to episode 33 and reached out to us and told us what you liked about the show. It was so encouraging, one, to see just how many downloads episode 33 had, but then to hear your responses to it, uh, your tweets, your Facebook messages, things like that. It's just so uplifting to know that there are people out there that listen to us. It's also kind of intimidating and uh, terrifying, but we thank you for listening to this nerdy thing we do uh, because, you know, we just decided to do it for fun and, you know, decided, you know, if people listen, people listen. And people are listening and it's great and it's so encouraging not just to me but to everybody to see your positive feedback on the show and and all that jazz and just thank you so much. And to those of you who are new to our program, you might not know the special situation we now find ourselves in. Uh, after we recorded, or after we finished recording season one of Misconceptions, Jaime moved back home to Houston to be with family and to look for a job down there. And side note, Jaime found a job and he was hired, and it's a super awesome job, and we are so happy for him. And all of you listening should clap your hands or say woohoo or you know send a message on Facebook saying that you're proud of Jaime too because it's awesome and we're super happy for him. But anyways, back to the matter at hand. Uh, Jaime moved, uh, but before he moved, you know, we talked about, do we want to keep this show going? And Jaime said, yes, we should keep the show going, and I still want to be on it, which is super encouraging. But that's kind of hard, because we live seven hours away from Houston. We did think about Skyping Jaime in, but we didn't want to lose that thing that makes Misconceptions special. And to me, it's the friendship. It's the dialogue, it's the energy that we get from feeding off of each other sitting around the table together. I didn't want to lose that by having to Skype a player in. No one else in the group did either. So we decided we would drive the four hours uh, (laughs) and meet in the middle to record. Uh, Luckily we did find places to record in towns, uh, you know, friends houses, family houses, things like that, so we won't have to pay for hotel fees. But we will still have to pay for gas and dining out and things like that um, because we need to eat. Uh, but anyways, we're dedicated to keeping this show going. Uh, we're dedicated to driving the four hours every two weekends or whatever to make it happen, which is kind of tough because we all have full-time jobs during the week, and the weekends are for relaxation and playing the new Spider-Man on PS4 game. Uh, but we want to keep the show going because we love you. And in order to do that, we do need money. We do have a Patreon, and I am so thankful to all our Patreon backers so far. They helped us get to our first goal, which was $150 a month, and that pays for our SoundCloud hosting fees. Um it pays for the awesome subscription to Audio Blocks, which gives us the ability to put in all these sound effects that you're about to hear in this episode, and they're all really great. Uh, And our current goal right now is $300 a month. Like I said, that's for gas, for dining out. Uh, It's gas for two vehicles. You know, Jaime coming from Houston, us carpooling from where we are, down together, whatever. But if you've never been to our Patreon page, I want to give you a little preview of what the different levels are. Uh, I understand that not everybody has a lot of money to just throw at things every month. uh, But we do have a $1 level. It doesn't get you anything, but if everybody that listens to this show pledged one dollar a month, I definitely think we could hit that three hundred dollar a month mark. Uh, so even though it doesn't seem like a lot, just one dollar, it means a lot. So if you listen to this show, just go, just go give that one dollar a month. That's that's less than a stick of gum, right? How much are stick of gums these days? It seems like it should be twenty five cents. I don't know. Um, if you pledge at the two dollar level you will get a shout-out on the podcast. And my shout-outs are endearing and sweet and a little rambly, but uh, I love doing shout-outs. I love, I love uh, you know, giving recognition to people who deserve it. If you pledge at the $5 level, this is where the good stuff happens. This is where you get access to the Misconceptions After Hours database, which is a collection of all our raw and uncut audio From past episodes and future episodes, I will usually put like a the raw episode audio a week before a new episode comes up. So you could actually go listen to episode thirty-five right now. Uh, I think I have it up there. If not, I'm sorry, but you could pledge five dollars to find out. (laughs) But after hours is really fun. Uh, Even if you don't listen to the full hour and thirty minutes or two-hour episodes. Because I have to cut out so much singing, and rambling, and off-topic discussions, and Jaime arguing about how the sh- rules should be, even though he's never read the rule book. It's still worth it if you listen to the first ten to twenty minutes of each episode uh, before we like actually start rolling. Uh, our off-topic conversations are pretty funny. I was editing episode thirty-three, and I was listening to that little bit of audio. Uh, The first 20 minutes had me rolling. It was so funny. So if you need a good laugh and just want to hear our voices doing inane things, pledge $5 a month so you can get access to the misconceptions after hours. It's worth it. And above that, if you have even more money you want to throw at us every month, we have a $10 level where you get a poster with all the characters on it. $20 level, you get all those things I said already, Plus, you get a shirt with the Misconceptions logo on it, which is super awesome and super soft. At the $30 a month level, you get the core rulebook for Misconceptions, which is a giant tome, and it's beautiful, and I love it, and we even sign our names or write a little something sweet in there to you. Uh, so, those are ways you can help us financially to grow, because we are a growing show. We're still a pretty small show. Uh, and not a lot of people know about us. You can help us with that by, you know, pledging on Patreon, but also just by sharing us. Sharing our links, sharing our pages, sharing our episodes on Facebook, Twitter, social media, all of that jazz would really help us out. You can also help us by reviewing us on iTunes. Uh, I think iTunes is probably the most popular podcast app. Uh, I mean, I know they're Stitcher, but I think iTunes rating and reviewing system shows people what's good about our show so if you have something nice to say go there leave us a little rating and review and if you do that I will give you a shout out on our podcast just like I'm about to do now you see that segue you like that but this shout out goes to Lori 89 Lori thank you so much for leaving us a rating and review on iTunes and it's super flattering that you you like it so much that it got you into City of Mist Uh, I hope you really enjoy it City of Mist is a gorgeous wonderful game so I hope you love it as much as we do alright I rambled way too much this episode we have a Patreon go help us there boom slap pow onomatopoeia here's the episode
1: the grand reopening. I mean, grand is just what people put in front of it. I didn't think it was going to be anything grand. Sure, I thought more people might show up, especially since my dad was such a big deal, but it's not really surprising, and it doesn't mean that it's going to stay that way. I'm sure that there'll be more people. I'm sure I'll get out of the red. I'm sure I'll get out of the red. Yeah.
0: So the episode opens up, um, we see Bill, like, not, not necessarily running or walking or swimming or flying, but he's pulled through this vapor, this mist and everything, and up ahead of him is a portal, and you can see, like, a room on the other side of it. You rush through and you feel the floor beneath your feet, and you take a few steps and you're standing in this room. Uh, You have a few seconds left before through the portal comes Rin, almost crashing into your back. And then after Rin comes through, Faye rushes through, holding Esther's hand with a vine tied around your waist. Yeah. Uh, And as soon as all four of you pass through, the portal closes, and the vine is cut off. Yeah,
2: that's what
0: I thought. You are standing in a room. The walls of this room are hidden behind red, velveted drapes. There are no doors. There are no windows. There are no light bulbs or torches or flashlights or lamps or anything, but there is still some sort of dim light inexplicably cast around this room. Um, Really, the first thing that your eyes would be drawn to is this pentagonal table in the middle of the room. And on each of the sides of the pentagon table are chairs. Um, the chairs are all empty. And the table is cleared of any debris or items or anything like that. But emblazoned on the wooden tabletop of this hefty desk is the symbol that was on the domino. The spiky fleur-de-lis, the uh, crown with the spike through it, however you want to identify it as. You are the only four people in
3: this room. Mm-hmm. So now you've uh, no. thrown this... Sh-
2: we need to be quiet. We don't know who's listening.
3: Now that you've thrown us <sighs> into this mess, Bill, what are we
2: doing? There's got to be a trapdoor or something somewhere.
3: Faye, we're supposed to be whispering. What do you think I'm doing?
1: Esther's going to go to... She assumes that we're standing similarly to how we're sitting, which is Esther, Faye, Wren, Bill. Esther's going to go around Faye to the other side in between Wren and Bill. And she's going to put her hands on Bill's shoulder. Nope, Rin's shoulder. She's going to put her hands on Rin's shoulder. Just cooperate and don't screw anything up. Why? I don't want this to become a gunfight. I swear if you can't keep it together I will find a way to get rid of you.
3: Why would you assume that I'm gonna screw this up? Because you're already trying to
2: split up and everybody look for a trapdoor.
1: It's a small room. So split up. We don't actually know how small the room is.
0: Is this too quiet for the recording? It is way too quiet for okay. the recording. But anyways, as, you, um, as you're as you whispering and staying around the room, I mentioned that there were, it was a pentagon table, and there were chairs, mm-hmm. uh, but there's, you know, a pentagon has five sides, and so there's an empty chair on each side, so there are five empty chairs around this room, or around the table. Um, but anyways, you're whispering... What do you do? And you don't have to whisper going forward. We'll just say that you're whispering.
1: Okay. We're splitting up. We're going to, like, the four different sides of the room.
0: Okay. It is a rectangular room. Is that how you say it? Rectangular. Rectangular. Yeah. (laughs) Rectangular. I do not teach math. (laughs) English, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't teach English. It is a rectangular room. Um, so, are each of you going to a different corner?
2: Yeah, like we each take a wall to yeah. like
0: look okay, for okay.
2: trap anything. Okay.
0: Um, so each each of these four walls is hidden behind like these red velvety drapes. If there are even walls behind it,
2: We're looking behind the drapes. you. Yeah, we peel back
0: go. the drapes, and there is a. Like a brick and mortar wall there. Um, you peek behind all the curtains on all the walls, keep looking and looking, and it's just this brick wall all the way around the room.
1: Esther's going to go to the table that you said was in the center of the room?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and is there anything on the table?
0: Nothing on the table. It is completely clear except for the symbol that has been, you know, however they do wood stuff, burned or... Mm-hmm. Put on there.
1: Um, Esther's gonna like put her hand on the symbol, like in the middle, and like try to kind of push on it.
0: it. It does not give. There's nothing on it. It's just a solid, uh, like really old solid table. Bill's gonna go up and sit in a chair. Okay. You uh, you sit in you sit in the chair.
1: Esther's going to. Um, Pull out a chair and kind of, like, look under the table. (laughs)
0: Okay. Um, It is... uh, The underside of the table is kind of this thick column that goes down and then spreads out into four different stabilizing legs. Uh, But if you look up underneath, there's no markings, nothing underneath there, nothing on the legs or underneath on the carpet.
1: So it's carpet?
0: Yes, it is a carpeted room, yeah.
1: Is the carpet red as well?
0: Uh yeah, it is. So you have this uh almost red violet drapes and the carpet is a different tone red. Uh and it's not a thick carpet or anything. It's just kind of not not sheer or anything, but it's not a it's not a very soft carpet, I guess.
1: Esther's so going to sit down in the chair across from Bill. Okay. Faye walks up
2: behind one of the chairs and, like, puts her hand on the back of the chair. What if this is just where they had meetings to plan all of the drugs and everything? Like, what if everybody had a domino and they had a time and they showed up here?
1: And we're not here at the right time. Then the question is, who has the other dominoes? Wolf man. Mask. Wolf yeah. mask guy.
3: Demon mask guy. Yes. Girl.
1: Human. Not human. Who knows? So that gives us three, but there's obviously two more. Do mm-hmm. you the butcher?
4: Are we all sitting down, or we... I'm not sitting down? I think we should sit down.
2: I don't think we should sit down. I think one of us should at least stay standing.
4: And there's only four of us.
1: And we need so even fifth. if we all sat down, whatever it was wouldn't work.
4: Well, maybe the fifth would show up.
1: this idea with every far of my being.
2: Friend. Faye, remember what we talked about? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Please enlighten me. Sometimes you just have to go with the situation, even though it scares you. This seems like a conversation we had.
2: <laughs> Faye glares at Esther, and if there was thought bubbles, you would just see, like, well, screw you then Esther like in the thought bubbles and then she like pulls out the
1: chair sits down and crosses her arms Esther has her hand on her waist by her gun
3: Ren is still standing
1: <laughs> everybody turns and looks at Ren
3: I've gathered you here today for a special reason
1: sit in the chair Ren
3: Ren does click on the scanner goggles to see if he can find anything in the room. There. <laughs> okay um hmm.
0: roll me and investigate then. Okay. Our first roll of the game. Or first roll of the season.
3: Yeah. So what tags are you gonna add? I think it's simply just scanner vision. Okay. Um 'cause I don't see that any other power tag would be uh, helpful at this moment. Okay. So roll plus one, go ahead. Okay. Oh, my
0: yeah. gosh. Wow. The dynamite. dynamite. Wow, our first roll of the season is a dynamite. It's going to so, be a
1: good season.
0: <laughs> so if your move is dynamite on a 12+, your investigation reveals a key detail. The MC will reveal the most valuable detail in the scene that your investigation could reveal. You can then use your clues to ask follow-up questions or other questions as usual. Okay. So you flip on your goggles. You look. Um, you start scanning through different visual uh, fields and things like that and uh you see i guess at one point you see uh fingerprints on the table and on the arms of these chairs um a few of them are smudged but you notice that the one bill is sitting in the fingerprints are pretty intact um so you, you scan those and pull those up. And now you have your clue. Well, I do have this... Well, actually, th- well. Okay. it's a key detail and it is a dynamite move. Um, okay, you pull it up okay. and immediately your lenses start to cycle through uh, like databases, police records that you've looked at. These are Jeremiah's fingerprints. And a chill kind of creeps down your spine that the seat that bill chose to sit in is the seat of his former boss. Um, so you, you see that and then you know that those are Jeremiah's fingerprints.
3: Well, I found nothing of use other than just fingerprints. And we know that at least Jeremiah was here. Um, Strangely enough, in the same seat that you are sitting in, Bill. So, congratulations. You've been upgraded.
4: All right, can you sit down now?
3: Wait. I have another thought. Hmm. No, I can't think of it. I'm trying to think. Ren and around the table for a second. Yeah, I guess I'll have a seat. Okay, you sit down.
0: All four of you are sitting. You wait for a few moments. You kind of hold your breath in anticipation, looking around the room, looking to the final fifth chair that is not filled. Um, and as you're sitting there, you can almost hear, as as you're not breathing, as you're holding your breath, waiting. You can hear this like sound of distant rushing wind, uh, and you can barely hear that, uh, barely audible. Minute passes, two minutes pass. No portal opens, no one comes to sit in the fifth chair.
2: Faye is going to kind of sarcastically create a shape of a person out of vines to put in the fifth chair that would like be heavy enough that it would weigh the chair down.
0: Okay. Where do these vines come from?
2: My head. <laughs> um, <laughs>
4: Oh, I hate you, David. They cut off vegetation. You still have part of the vine?
0: That would not be in that would be enough to like maybe make an arm for a person.
3: We activate the portal, go back, grab a couple plants, come back.
1: Does he have the domino with him?
0: Yes, it is still in his hand.
1: Okay. Bill, do you have your messenger bag?
0: Yeah, it's right here.
2: Is there anything in there that could help me make vines? Uh,
4: what are you gonna use the vines for?
2: Um, oh hey, throw your bag in the chair.
4: All right. Bill tosses over it. Okay, you
0: throw it, it (laughs) It hits the back of the chair, falls to the seat. It kind of scoots back a little bit. Nothing happens. Screw you,
4: David. (laughs) Um,. Bill takes the, the domino and, like, sets it in the middle of the table. Okay.
1: This is very reminisce- reminiscent of <laughs> Spider-Man when he's trying to get his... He's like, go, web, go. <laughs> go. Like, web, we're go. trying all these things to, like, get something to happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, so you, you set the domino in the middle. Nothing seems to I activate. I rub my thumb on it. You rub your thumb across the domino? Across the table. I go, ah... So, do you take the domino and, like, ah, 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 scoot it around the table underneath your hand? I take my thumb and I go ah, across the sign on the thing.
4: Okay, nothing happens. Okay, I take my
0: hand and I rub it across the domino with my thumb. Okay, so as you run your thumb across the domino once again, there's a thunderclap. Boom! Behind you, almost in the same. Actually, it opens up behind the chair that Bill is sitting in. And it goes, and there's this huge portal. Through the portal, you can see these drifting shadows and shapes. The same portal
3: that you came in. So like what if we like peer ahead in? Do you think that we will go into the portal? Mm-hmm. I, I think that Faye was right. I
2: think before we leave, we should double check the brick walls and make sure that we're not missing an exit.
1: So we all go to like a different brick wall, like we switch up. Okay. And we do the checking again. We, like, push all of, not all of the bricks, but we, like, push various bricks to see if, like, anything
2: pushes through or...
0: Okay. So you you each go to a different wall. You swap, go to the different corners. Uh, You run your hands across the wall, having to move the drapes out of the way. You press on different bricks with your hands. You push as hard as you can. You push very lightly. You try all these different types of pushes, but none of the bricks seem to move. Wren shoots the bricks. Describe what your uh, what your gun looks like cuz it is not a normal gun that we see Ren shoot with.
3: Ren is like pushing on the brick and it's not working. He's like, "I wonder." And so he, like pulls out the gun. He just um he like flips it out and it elongates. Mm-hmm. Um, and becomes a kind of it it becomes a shotgun. Uh, and so he holds it into this uh it emits this blue glow uh, from uh, the chamber. Uh, and there's no visible cartridges or bullets, but there's just this blue glow, and it's this um, silver, kind of gray looking gun. Uh, and so he takes a couple steps back. And he's like, This has got to work. And shoots it, and there's just this uh, blue light that emits from it. Okay.
0: Yeah, so we see like this blue bolt of energy fly out of the gun's barrel, strike the wall. Uh, you all turn around because you're like, what? You grab your gun, your weapons, whatever you have you, uh, and you see Rin standing a few paces away from his wall. The drapes pulled apart, and you see this small, strange, glowing blue mark still hot from the shot in the wall. Rin, nothing happens except for that. Well, it was worth a try.
2: You're an idiot.
0: Oh, by the way, after a few seconds, the portal that the domino opened closed.
1: I told you not to shoot anything.
3: Did you say that? I'm pretty sure I said that. You said not to shoot anybody. No. Mm -mm. Mm
2: -mm. Bill, can we Mm. go back? Yeah. Don't forget your bag. And I double check and make sure that all vine pieces are with me.
3: Okay. Is so there you, a flower crown.
0: You clean up after you. You Mm-mm. grab the domino. You grab the messenger bag. You grab the vine. Uh, we push the we
1: put out. all the tables and chairs, yeah, chairs back together. Okay. The way we
0: had. Okay. And then Bill, you rub your thumb across the insignia. Boom! Another portal opens up right behind Jeremiah's chair. We go through it. So the four of you jump into the portal. Uh, You cannot go abreast of each other, so one goes through at a time. Um, You drift through this purplish, coiling mist. You see Esther's bar on the other side. You come through. Once all four of you have come through the other side, the portal closes. Um, You're in Esther's bar
3: just as you left it. Well, that was exciting.
2: Um... Okay um, Well next time let's make a vow That when a portal opens up Maybe we should talk about it Before we run through
4: it I can't do that
2: Great Okay
4: I'm with Bill on this right?
1: <laughs> Great
3: I'm I have actual <laughs>
4: reasons <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Like, laughs>
1: really good about this So when you say you can't do that mean You mean anytime a portal opens You have to run through it Or you just can't talk to us Oh. I'm not saying that's sassy. I'm asking a legitimate question.
4: If a portal opens that looks mystical, there's a chance that people are on the other side that I need to get to and I can't hesitate and have it close and it's just yeah.
1: That's fair. Okay.
4: I just like to
3: run through the portals. We
1: know. <laughs> So before the uh, portal opened, uh, we were going to go to our apartment. Everybody's still good with that? What time is it?
0: It is well after midnight. (laughs) By the time the bar is closed and you've had this discussion and went to this strange place and then come back.
2: Is it summer? or Yeah, it's summer. It's up to y'all. I don't have a job right now.
4: Do you have coffee?
2: Teacher life. That's not actually how teacher life works. Yeah, I know. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes, we have coffee.
4: All right. I'm game.
1: Cool. Okay.
3: So we and Ren does a sneak around and grabs a bottle of whiskey from the bar. You're
4: <laughs> stealing from your friends. You can't and do returning that. Who are it. broke? Um,
1: before they like. So we're walking out, we're going out the back. Ren and Faye are going ahead out to the vehicle or whatever. And Esther asks Bill if he'll help her do a once around before they leave.
0: Sure. So they. Okay, you do a once around. Double check everything. Check all the locks, everything's good.
1: Mm -hmm. Nothing's out of place or anything. Nothing's out of
0: place just as you left it. Any rushing wind sounds? No rushing wind sounds.
3: (laughs) From backsides or portals? No. (laughs) Backsides. Okay. Okay. So
0: we've seen transition back to Esther and Faye's apartment, a new apartment. Um, I guess we have kind of seen, uh, we kind of saw it last episode, but Uh, Describe it for us. What's the floor plan like? Like, what does it look like? How have you uh, both decorated and brought your living spaces together?
1: First of all, there's no both decorated. Mm
0: -mm. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean by that?
1: Esther doesn't decorate. Okay. There's, like a picture on the wall of esther and her dad and hobby outside the bar and that's like the one thing that you can see in the common living area that shows that like esther maybe lives here <laughs> faye
2: has definitely tried to bring some of esther in so like faye has like her bright colored plants kind of like on her side quote unquote of the apartment but then like got like darker-colored
3: plants. <laughs> <laughs> like a crimson-red yeah. plants.
2: So, yeah. so
1: the darker-colored plants are on Esther's side, and as they're walking in, Esther's like, you know that I'm I'm not watering those, right?
2: Oh, I know. I'll take care of them all. I just I want your gothic
1: soul to feel at home here. <laughs> That's a nice way to put it. <laughs> um,
2: you also notice that there are no longer pictures of... Random Robin Hood actors in the living room. They have all moved to Faye's bedroom, which sounds super creepy. <laughs> That's not
3: how uh, I meant up above it. her bed frame, there's just <laughs> this wall of Robin Hood. No,
2: pictures no, no. In a heart.
3: <laughs> Gosh. she
2: has like yeah. one on her desk, and then she has like a few in her Robin Hood drawer that has her letters that she writes to him.
1: Um. Esther's room looks similar to her, you know, very simple apartment. Um, the desk is um, set up just like it had been with, like, her dad's stuff. Um, and the, the notebook is there on the desk. Um, and then her notebook is beside it. Um, there's not really anything out like, decorations-wise or anything
0: Okay. So the four of you enter into the common living area. Um, It is well after midnight. Uh, What do y'all do?
1: Esther goes into the kitchen to start making coffee.
3: Ren goes to the fridge and starts rummaging through her for food. That sounds
1: good.
3: Ren's like, I'm going to make a healthy choice, and I will decide to eat some of your fruit instead of... Popcorn. Okay. Just wanted to make this aware so that everyone May. knew. Okay. Cool. Good to know.
4: Bill takes out a notebook from his backpack and opens it up and starts drawing the symbol that was on the domino and uh, writing out the different script and symbols that were on the coin and just uh, like sketching the different things uh, that they kind of encountered and, and starts writing notes next to them.
1: Esther walks in, and she's carrying a cup of coffee, and she sees what he's working on. Is it, like, um, an accurate representation? Like, it's well-drawn, and, like, it's clear that he remembered all of the details perfectly?
3: Or does he suck at drawing
1: No, I'm just wondering, tell. because if he's just drawing it from memory, it sounds like maybe he has, like, photographic memory or something. Because, I mean, yeah, we were looking at him for a while, but, like, if he's drawing all the details... Exactly correct.
4: Well, so you 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 see me doing that, and then you you like see that my old terrible flip phone is sitting next to it with the picture okay. pulled up, and like that's what I'm like looking at that and then doing it. Okay. So it is photographic in a sense,
1: right? Uh, I hand you the coffee. Sorry. No, you're good.
4: Oh, th- uh, thank you. Appreciate that.
1: Faye
2: walks in. Um, I'm going to say there's like a, a dining space. It's not on big table, but it's like it seats four. And she sits down there. We need to come up with a game plan. What's our next step going to be?
1: Esther looks at her with a smile. <laughs>
2: She's finally catching on. <laughs> yes, I know. I know plans.
3: We could... Just start showing up at the place at random times, and eventually hope that we just run into someone, or some things, or for some things, someone's.
1: I mean, I get what you're saying, but that doesn't seem like the most um, time-effective thing. True.
3: But we just don't know who else, other than the wolf mask guy and the demon mask guy, who know that we exist well maybe they think we're dead since they threw us off a building but we do not know how to access them other than they know how to appear in front of us
1: mm-hmm. i'm just wondering if now that Jeremiah's out of the picture if anybody's been back there since then or if anybody's going to be going back there mm-hmm. or did they create a new portal And we still
2: don't know where Jimmy the Butcher is.
3: And whatever happened to that um, uh, giant beast thing uh, that we fought in the bar last time that it was destroyed? He's safe. Esther just looks at
1: him with his face like, did you really have to bring that up?
3: (laughs) Because, I don't know, I mean, maybe the monster, like, knows where Jimmy the Butcher is.
2: I don't... I don't think we would have access to the monster. The caretaker for it is quite particular. But we could try.
3: I mean, because right now I'm thinking our only lead is that uh, the man with the wolf mask, because he was the one who shot Pip Hamill. But he disappeared into a portal. Um, And we have no idea where Mr. Smalls is. Uh, Then we have Len. Um... And that's about it. That's all I can think of. And I'm Jimmy the Butcher. I'm just
2: gonna throw that Jimmy the Butcher name out there one more time.
3: We know Bill and I know that he's at a pizza restaurant.
1: That you destroyed. He's not we, there anymore.
3: You didn't destroy it.
1: the The details are really not that important at the moment. The point is that he's probably not there
3: anymore. We could probably contact Linda Lockwood to see
4: where he is.
1: That's what I was gonna mm-hmm. suggest.
3: Mm. What about you, Bill?
4: Yeah. Do you want to call her?
3: I mean, I do have her number on speed dial. He turns and winks at the camera.
4: All right, go ahead, Casanova.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Beep,
3: boop, boop, boop. Okay,
0: so you, you dial up Linda's number. Uh, hey. So it rings, hey. rings a few times. You're waiting, and then you hear pick up.
3: Hello, Linda. It's one of your good friends.
0: Oh, God. Really? What the...
3: You can hear, like, shuffling in the background.
0: It's two in the freaking morning! What what do you want, Chrome Dome?
3: Oh, thanks. I love that nickname. Anyways, we're wondering if you know where Jimmy the Butcher is. I
0: don't know. (laughs) Probably sleeping Somewhere. Like, you should be.
2: Linda, would you be willing... Oh, Oh,
0: God, I'm on speakerphone. Uh, Okay, so is everybody there, I guess? Hi, Linda.
4: God. Sorry to wake you.
2: Linda, would you be willing to meet us for coffee or lunch or dinner tomorrow or something?
3: Yeah,
0: lunch sounds great. By the way, you do lunch at, like, 12 noon, right? Not 12 midnight or anything like that.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Get a regular sleep schedule, you
3: freak. You're an
1: investigative reporter.
3: You were at a (sighs) random dog pound. Yeah, sure. Lunch
0: tomorrow. Is that great for everybody?
3: Yes. That one's swell, I think.
1: She's salty.
3: She
2: is. She's always been salty. Mm. That's how Ren likes them. <laughs>
3: Just like my fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we should get some sleep.
3: Sounds like a good idea. Uh, well, I call this couch. Bill, you can have the dining room uh, chair.
2: No. Uh, Because I know both of you, if you are wanting to stay, there is a recliner that you can lean back in and sleep. The couch falls out into a bed. Y'all can fight over who gets that. And there are now blankets and pillows in the cupboard. All
4: right. Uh, Bill gets up and gets, like, a blanket and pillow and, like, sleeps on the recliner.
3: Ren, like, folds out the, or, like, takes out the couch and, like, folds it out and, like, makes it nice and neat and then just, like, flops off (laughs) Okay, Uh,
0: his lanky legs and arms going every which direction Um, Okay, so you all get ready for bed, Uh, anything anybody's doing?
1: Esther's just double-checking the locks
3: Locks Locks are secure You know, Esther, I could install a security system for you
1: That may not be a bad idea we don't need a security system. That's actually ridiculous. Oh,
2: right, and just checking locks four times every time you come in and out isn't ridiculous.
3: I saw you catch Bill and do it once around around the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Bill is already asleep.
1: Esther just says, whatever y'all want to do, and goes to her room to go to bed.
3: So, like, Ren lays down in the bed, but he, like, pulls out his laptop. And it's just kind of like clicking away and typing up code to create a um, security system, particularly just for this apartment complex. Okay. Apartment. do you want to roll a change the game for it? Um,
0: yeah. yes, okay, go ahead and get that ready to roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> what a,
1: that is a good that's
0: idea. already new.
3: What tags are you going to add to it? Software engineer, mm-hmm. high tech laptop. Mm-hmm. So, this is kind of like what I'm thinking. Um, Like, I want to say, like, like technopathy or something like that, in, in the sense that I am connected with this security system so that I would know when, it, when someone is entering when they're not supposed to. Would that make sense? I don't think that would be
0: something you could add to the role, but I definitely think it is something you could use in addition to the tag that you were going to create with the change the game. If that makes sense.
3: Not something I like you use as a power tag for right now to create it. Yeah, but like later on you could use it to like check in mm-hmm. on it
0: because it's like connected to your uh, technopathy, your mainframe, whatever. Okay.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Software engineer. So sorry. Um, High tech laptop. So those um, plus two? Yeah. Okay. Roll plus two.
0: Nope. Okay. Snake eyes. Okay. You do create it. Okay. You create a, a security system. However, it's just not going to be something that y'all can apply as a tag to anything. But you stay up pretty late uh, working on that, getting it all set up. You know, you might have to come back and like buy a box and like install different wires and things like that. But you start working on the algorithm for it. Okay. Uh,
3: would, it, would it be possible? Obviously not now, uh, but later sessions when we come back to the apartment for me to try to work on it and make it actual.
0: You, you cannot repeat a move with the same tags unless the situation has changed. Okay. Um, so we could we could come back to it and you could try something new, um, but for right now, using those tags to roll another change the game to create another... Security system. Security system
3: tag is not doable for right now. Okay. Um, is it still something that I'm able to check in on time to time or no? You can check in on it, yeah. Okay.
0: But you just won't get the plus one for it. That's fine. Anything else anybody wants to do? Okay. Next morning wakes up. Um, <laughs> next morning wakes up. You wake up next morning. Um, does, does your apartment have a TV?
1: Yes. Okay
0: uh who would who would be the person that would be most likely to turn on the t v
3: <laughs>
1: are you gonna say me
3: I was gonna say you or me
1: yeah I think i'll I'll flip it on
0: okay okay so you you flip it on kind of absentmindedly just getting stuff ready um and there is a news report going on um it is the Uh, weekly news report, Um, you see instead of Linda, it's some new anchor man or something like that. Um, But as he is speaking, he uh, says you catch him like mid sentence. To the latest string of missing children. Seven-year-old Johnny Mann was kidnapped from his home earlier this week. His father first contacted police last night about his son's disappearance. Johnny is a third grade student at Johnson Elementary and is the first child to go missing from the elementary. Johnny Mann joins the countless host of children that have gone missing in just the past year. We caught up with police commissioner Cooper Wheatley to ask him and he kind of trails off. Uh, Faye, you're like in another room and as soon as you hear Johnny Mann, you come sprinting into the room. Johnny is little Johnny. The same boy that you went and checked on, like, the very first day Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. when all this happened, you were coming to the bar to investigate, to interrogate his father because you thought he was abusing him, Mm -hmm. Uh, and that is what brought you to Morty's bar, and you met Esther and everybody. Right. Uh, So you sprint into the room, and you see that name. You see Johnny's face uh, plastered up on the screen, Uh, and the dreaded words beneath him say missing. Missing. Um, nobody else catches this. I mean, they might see you, like, sprint into the room, but, you know, what they think of it is their own thoughts.
2: Oh, no. Um, Esther? Yeah? That kid, he, he was in my class. Do you remember that first day that we met at your bar and I was threatening a dad? <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember that. That was... That was this kid. That was his dad.
1: Do you think his dad would be involved in him being missing?
2: I I doubt it. His dad was overly aggressive, but why would he report him missing if he had something to do with it? I, I know this kid.
1: What do you want to do? I mean, I have to find him.
4: Didn't that lady in the woods help y'all find the kid last time?
2: Yes, but she's not the easiest to work
1: with. She's me, mm. but in 30 years, so you can. But you have her. a connection to her. I do have a connection to her. It's too. our only place to start. We could also call oh, Muhammad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that was definitely on my list. Um, I've been seeing Muhammad on a regular basis. Really? Told y'all that the other night, Oh last night. Okay. Things getting serious. Because <laughs> 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 I told y'all he had been like he had been to AA and he had right hanging out know, with my right. right. Sorry, my I'm brain's
2: sure. not working. It's early. Um, yeah. Okay. If you could get a hold of him, I'm gonna go into the forest, I guess, and see if I can catch up with Lisa.
3: So we talk to the dad. I'm really I, confused with what's going on, but like, I feel like I'd be like the first person to talk to, maybe.
1: No, I don't. I don't think we need to go to the dad first. I think we need to do some other stuff because he, we don't have good rapport with him. I mean, I but if him, y'all but wanted to go, I mean, us, Bill could I actually. Talk to oh, you have. A are, well, are you sure that you're okay with going to the forest by yourself? Oh, sure. Lisa wouldn't hurt me.
4: Are you going to be back by lunchtime?
1: Ah. <gasps>
2: Stupid Linda Lockwood. Um, I can't guarantee that Lisa doesn't have a schedule.
3: That's fine. We'll we'll get along without you. You obviously need to take care of this, and we'll work with Linda. Yeah, maybe we can.
1: I don't think y'all need to go talk to the dad yet.
4: Okay. Should we go like
1: uh, a wandering?
4: Watch him, like. Like, do do stake out until it's time for us to go to lunch. See if he's acting strange.
2: Yeah, maybe yeah. see if you can find any clues around the house.
3: Yes, me and Bill are particularly known for being sneaky. We can do that. Okay,
1: oh gosh, well, Rin, you know what not to do.
3: Yes, I've learned that we can't shoot people that aren't attacking us. I but know it's your number and one. And we rule. don't shoot walls.
1: And really, if, if the scene doesn't call for shooting, there's no need to add shooting to it.
4: We can just go surveil the house for today and maybe write down some of his habits when he leaves and, and things like that. And just get some information.
2: Okay. Yeah. I will try to be back at the bar by lunch. Um, but if you don't hear from me, don't worry or anything. I'll text y'all when I'm out of the forest.
3: Do we ever tell Linda where we're meeting her for lunch?
2: Yes. Always at the
0: bar.
1: I'm going Forced. to the bar.
3: Okay. You're going to the bar, forest,
0: Car. staking out. stick stake out. Okay. Uh, who wants to go first?
2: Bay! I'll also go first. I'm
0: pumped about this. Okay. So you all park, go your separate ways. We are going to cut to the city park. It is this giant park directly in the middle of the city. All along it are apartment buildings and skyscrapers and uh, trendy eateries and things. There is a large open quad area where parents are playing with their kids. There is some sort of, like, birthday party going on with, like, a lots of bouncy castles. And, like, kids are just having fun. And we see Faye uh, walking across its open area towards the... Um, like, wooded area. You find a walking path, and you kind of walk along it a little bit, winding your way through the trees, and you kind of, like, glance over your shoulders, and you step off the path, and start just walking into the into the trees. Uh, the trees begin to get thicker. Uh, there are more bushes. The trees are closer together. Uh, eventually, you don't feel like you're in a city park that's well-manicured and things like that. You feel like you're walking through a forest. And you keep walking, keep walking, and soon, this mist starts to, like, spill out over the grass and your feet and kind of just pull all around you. And uh, you hear a familiar voice. Oh, child. I'm so glad to see you again.
2: Lisa, I've missed you.
0: Uh, You turn around and you see This elegant woman uh, kind of leaning with one hand up on a tree. Uh, She is older. She has white hair that is braided down her back and in the braids are woven flowers and different trinkets of nature. Um, She is, as I said, an older woman. Uh, She is wearing a dress that, depending on the angle you look at it, it seems... Almost like a sheer, not sheer, a sparkly sequin dress. But then if you look at it from this angle, it looks like leaves intricately stitched together. You can't quite get a pin on exactly what it is. But she's there leaning against the uh, the tree and she strides forward and you can see she is barefoot walking through the mist towards you. Have you finally decided to leave the machinations of man behind then? Join me in the forest.
2: Not yet. I feel like I still have plenty of work to do in the city.
0: One time I was much like you, child. Wound up in what I thought I needed to do. Never really taking time. To just enjoy the world.
2: I don't have enough answers yet to take time.
0: Ah, yes, I remember the last time we were together. You and your friends had many questions. But today you come to me alone.
2: Yes, I... Well, the first time I didn't actually mean to run into you at all. (laughs) This time I was looking for you. I. One of my students is missing. Mm. And there's many children missing, and... And I know you had one last time, and I, I, I'm scared, and I'm worried.
0: Yes, yes, you are so concerned with children. Uh, the last one, yes, I do remember giving him to you. Ah, seems many children have gone missing, child. But I am afraid I have not captured this one for you. Uh, actually, the, the first one I found, the one I gave to you, uh, I stumbled upon them, or rather, they stumbled upon me, quite by happenstance. There were more than just one of them. They were cutting through my forest. I don't know, shortcut, trying to save on time. Um, but yes, they, they tried to cut through my forest, and they were not too... Um, Tinder with my friends And as she says that she like runs A hand across like a The leaf of a huge fern She like lets the fronds like Just run across her fingertips And so I Confronted him (laughs) Scared him And I took that one uh, Because I could Tell There was something not quite right About any of them but nevertheless, uh, the others kept running, made their way through the other uh, side of my domain, and this one stayed. I put him aside, hopefully hoping someone would come and find him. But I am afraid I have not found the, uh, any other children. <laughs> I do not make it a habit to kidnap
3: children.
2: Lisa, I, I know you always know more than you're letting on. What was going on with these children?
0: She smiles. Darling, you know how I work. I need Phaefus in return for Phaefus.
2: What's your call today?
0: There is a... uh, an area that uh, some delinquents like to Take root in, as it were. Uh, they litter, leave the trash everywhere. Of course, I could go and deal with them, but I have other matters. If you could uh, take care of them, run them out, scare them, remove them from the picture could Discuss something. Where are they? They are uh, to the north side of the park.
2: Consider it done.
0: Very well, darling. Uh, have a wonderful morning.
2: You as well. And Fay turns in. And, okay.
0: that's and it. as you're walking out through the mist, you can see like this hulking shape through the trees and You pause and look over, and through the mist, you can see this huge, like, automobile-sized monster. Uh, You do not get a good glimpse of it, but it sees you, and then it turns and kind of drifts off into the mist. Um,
2: Fate smirks. Like, she, like, pauses as she's walking out. Side glances at it, smirks, and then...
0: And you continue walking. Um, Are you going to go deal with it now, or do you want to uh, change scenes?
2: Uh, Change scenes.
0: Okay. Who wants to go?
2: Oh,
1: it's me. It's me.
0: Okay. So you go to the bar. It is uh, early morning. Yeah, you pull up in that parking lot. Uh, Hobby is not there. However, you see his car parked kind of somewhere else. Like he has moved position and you know, moves around the bar, but you see his car, you walk up to him, he rolls the window down. Good morning, Esther.
1: Morning, Javi. Uh was watching the news this morning. <laughs> another kid's missing.
0: That's that's always a bad idea. Uh yeah, another one. Losing track of all these kids that are going missing.
1: Any leads?
0: Uh. I don't know. I'm not i am not working the case. But uh, from what I can tell, Dad's kid is a real scumball. bag. I don't like him.
1: The kid's dad?
0: Yeah. Uh, Mr. Man. I don't know whatever his, uh, whatever his first name is. Mm. Yeah, but he uh, kind of rubs me the wrong way on paper. Mm. I don't necessarily like him.
1: Well if there's anything we can do to Help with the situation
0: What do you mean? Haven't you uh, Haven't you and your friends done uh, done enough? Takes a sip of his coffee I thought uh, everything that uh, Was done I thought you were out of that
1: Doesn't mean I don't want to help where I can.
0: All right, Esther. I'll uh, I'll keep my ear down. See what I can hear.
1: See you later. And thanks.
0: Always. He puts his sunglasses back on, rolls up his window. He doesn't drive away. (laughs) He just keeps sitting there.
1: I walk back to the back of the bar and go inside. Unless James is pulled up by them.
0: You hear the. You see the old car pull up in front. Uh, you see the usual routine as James is getting out of the car on his side, and Muhammad's like, hey, do good. You know, one step closer, la la And uh, you see that whole interaction taking place.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I walk outside and I'm going around to Muhammad's side of the car as James is going in the bar. Oh,
0: Esther. Uh, hi, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Muhammad?
0: Oh, well, you know, it's a new day and every day is a good day. He slaps the outside of his car door with his huge, massive hand.
1: So, um, are you still working the cases with all the missing kids?
0: Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, we got Alex back to his family and, uh, I mean, I, we haven't really gotten any new cases. Uh, I mean, we have lots of cases, but Woodard is kind of taking on those, and uh, oh, we haven't really done any more uh, woods or hiking or anything like that. If that's what you're asking.
1: Well, did you see the news this morning?
0: Says, yeah. Like, a new
1: missing kid. I was just wondering if y'all were gonna like be investigating that, or I don't know. Yeah.
0: Ah, uh, you know that would be good, but no, <laughs> we're not. Great. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, hope you have a good day, Mohammed. Thanks for walking, watching out for James.
0: Right, hey, you know we needed a sponsor, and you know I wasn't doing anything, and uh, you know it just worked out like that. I'm glad that you called me to come pick him up. Boy, he was a mess.
1: You're a good guy, Muhammad.
0: Well, that's what my mom told me.
1: (laughs) Esther smiles and says, have a good day.
0: All right, you too, Miss Black. And he drives off.
1: Esther goes inside.
0: Okay. Anything else you want to do? Nope. Okay. Now let's skip over to uh, Uh, Bill and Wren. You pulled up, I guess, are you in uh, Bill's car?
3: I would assume that's the only car we're in.
0: Yeah. Okay. Since, so uh, you pulled up. Esther has her car. <laughs> you pulled up. You found, um, you found, like, the man's residence. They live in a, uh, a tenement, uh, in the, uh, not the slums, but a, a poor area of the, uh, residential district area. Um, and you kind of stake it out in the morning, uh, you are looking. You have a picture of Mr. Man. And uh, as he comes down the steps, you see him. He's dressed for work. Uh, kind of has, like, overalls, dirty boots, dirty gloves. Uh, he walks around the corner, gets in an old beat-up car,
3: and you know, drives away. would yeah, be a great idea, Bill? If we investigated the
4: house... I really don't think that's a good idea. Really? Yeah. I don't think. I think breaking and entering is pro. Like. If he comes back, we are not expecting him to. Or if somebody else is in that house, could end up not great. Could you just. Could you scan? Could you see if there's other people in the house? Could. There's other things we can do.
3: Yeah, I guess that's something I could do.
0: Uh, Rin, I'll go ahead and remind you that you have one clue that you didn't use from the room. Um, but if you use it, it has to be tied to what you did in that room. So go ahead and take one of those uh, status cards and okay. mark the magnifying glass for uh, a clue. And then down in like the description, like right, you have, you know you have one clue or whatever, and it is for like. Scanning the room, or however you want to phrase it. So far, Rin has been like the only person to roll in this season and he's rolled like three uh-huh. times.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'll I won't use that clue. I'll wait till another time to use that clue. Okay. I mean it would
0: have to be connected somehow to that. Yeah. But you can take clues and bank them. So you can get your answers later, but it's just it has to be somehow connected to what you
3: did in there. Okay, gotcha. Okay. Right. Yeah, I I think the only necessary thing here, um, is the scanner vision. Okay. Yeah.
0: All right. Go ahead and roll plus one. Six, six. Uh, so you scan. You see, you know, the room. uh, You see some different heat signatures kind of walking through. You cycle through electrical systems. You see the electrical wires and things like that. You cycle through everything. But you don't really get any sort of useful information from your scan.
3: I think... um, I think since the fight, my scanner goggles have been on the fritz. Um... I can't really see if anyone is in there. I mean, I can see wires and, you know, obviously the house works. There's electricity and stuff. And Rin, as you're talking,
0: static fills your head again. And it starts to feel fuzzy. And you hear that same computerized voice.
2: Searching. Program Rin. Pascal not. Mainframe. Rerouting. Searching for User.
0: Switching. and then the voice trails off the static resumes and Bill Rin was talking and then all of a sudden he just stopped talking and was staring like off into the distance
3: yes yeah, hey. uh, anyways uh, the scanner gallows they were just on the fritz so uh, couldn't really see anything where were you uh, don't uh, don't worry about it. it's uh, really hard to explain um so yeah. We'll just uh leave it at that.
4: Yeah, I'd rather not be in the middle of fighting, you know, demon mask and you just disappear like that, so we should probably figure that out.
3: Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'll I'll, you know, tinker with my head and see what's going on. I'm I'm sure it's nothing big. I mean the I you know, with the casino uh, You know, I got knocked around a lot You know, there was a lot of fighting I, I, I just honestly think There's just something, you know A wire's probably loose Alright, give me a jacket Ren's like, uh, why am I going to give you give my jacket? Give me a jacket What are you, cold? No Ren like Take, you know he takes off his jacket Alright,
4: do you have a clipboard?
3: I do not have a clipboard, but I did see that you had a journal. So maybe you can use that.
4: Uh, That's a good idea. Um, So, Bill puts on the jacket to cover the tattoos on his arms and neck. um, And then takes out his notepad, kind of folds it back over itself and turns to a clean page, takes a pencil and uh, walks up to the door. What was his last name? Uh, I think it was literally
3: Mr. Man.
4: Oh freaking way to Okay. Uh, know, it's
3: kinda like having like a Mr. White, like Mr. Black kinda you know. Yeah,
4: Mr. Pascal. Yeah. Mr Small.
3: Yeah, it's it's kinda Smalls. like having only a first name and never having a last name.
4: Mr. Okay. Blanco. Alright, um Wish me luck. I walk up and I'm like buzzing to their apartment. Okay, you buzz. There's no answer. I buzz again. Wait a few seconds. No answer. I buzz again. No answer again. I buzz again. (laughs) (laughs) No answer. All
3: right. um, Bill, just buzz a random apartment... Say that you're maintenance And they'll buzz you in and then we can just go to Mr. Man's apartment Are you standing on the steps with him? I'm standing He's on the steps He's screaming from the car <laughs> Bill! <laughs> just. <laughs> I, no, I, I guess at this point I'm sitting in the car and I see Bill Click the button several times And I'm like <laughs> thinking, and I'm talking to myself, Bill is going to break that damn machine. <laughs> got to go fix this situation. <laughs> and so, Ren walks up there. He's He's got his laptop pulled out in hopes of maybe looking like an IT guy or something. And so he's got his, uh, actually, he's, he's got his laptop in his arm.
4: So you said that to me, right? That goes, just buzz a random apartment? Yeah, as you're walking. Yeah, around. and so I,
3: I walk up, and I'm like, Bill, just buzz a freaking random apartment. Say your maintenance.
4: I mean, could you try... Like unlocking it, like hacking it and unlocking it?
3: This is a rent. This is like Low rent I mean, this is a very simple system it
4: So <laughs> So So are you saying it's going to be easy?
3: No, I'm saying it's not computerized
1: There we go
4: If you can't do it, we can just do your ideas But you Let's well, try your
3: ID first And then if you know it fails Then yeah. do mine Not good. No, we're doing yours first, then we're doing mine.
4: My idea idea is for you to use your abilities. We're
3: doing my idea, then your idea. Oh my! Maintenance. As you're having this conversation,
0: you hear ding ding, ding, and like the door opens up, and this older lady's walking through, and she sees you and says, "Oh," and she just holds it open. After you. Thank you very much, ma'am.
4: Thank you very much, (laughs)
3: ma'am. You You have a wonderful day.
4: And you walk in I push Ren outside And I close the door
0: (laughs) Ren, you're on the other side of the
4: glass
3: door Figure it out Ren touches the pad Okay He goes dink And then he just opens the door and walks in Yeah I'm okay with that
4: You scumbag
3: I mean I told you I could do it I just told you I didn't really want to Alright let's go Alright you walk up to uh, That story floor
0: uh, That his room Or that his apartment is on Uh, You get up there.
3: There's no answer. Bill, you buzz the room. What was it, six times? There's still no answer. Use...
0: The the door across the hallway opens up.
4: He's gone to work. Oh, how you doing, ma'am? Yeah. I don't ask it that way. I was just ask for <laughs> your sake. <of> yeah. <laughs> How are you doing today, ma'am? I'm doing great.
0: She starts to close the door.
4: Uh, I, like, walk up and just kind of set my foot on it. Well, you see, I'm with... ATP. At most okay. energy. And we are offering some competitive rates... For those with, with active children who like playing uh, video games and staying up late and using a lot of electricity, would that describe you or, or or your neighbor who's not here? I'm good with electricity. I don't really need anything. I
0: Everyone needs electricity, ma'am. <laughs> you can, I already have, like, you can ask him when he gets off work. All right. Uh, now, could you is move his, your,
4: your boot? Well, just, is his wife not home? Like, is his, does he not? What's happening?
0: Roll a convince.
4: I ain't convincing. What are you gonna add to it? Um. (laughs) Well, I lost my freaking. I'm using. I'm adding talk my way out of anything, and good bluff. Okay. So plus two, convince.
0: (laughs) Ten. Nice. Okay. He had a kid has a kid um i don't know there were some detectives over here i guess yesterday last night
3: i, I don't know i don't know I, I, I guess a kid's missing oh that's very unfortunate that's horrible madam i'm how are you taking that uh, he's not my kid so i'm
4: fine do, do, you, do you have a kid no now, could you please move your boot? All right, well, um, it'd probably be insensitive for me to come offering this plan to him then, so I appreciate uh, you talking to us, mm-hmm. and um, I don't have any business cards on me, so I'll just be going. Have a I'll, great day.
0: I'll remember your name. And she closes the door, and then you remember I never you never her. gave her a name. <laughs> I was never given a name.
3: <laughs>
0: okay, so you have that encounter.
3: You know, you could use your tattoos
4: as a lockpick to get into the apartment. Or you could use your lockpicks as lockpicks to get into the apartment. (laughs) See, that leaves evidence behind.
3: But yeah, I I guess I could do that.
4: I just don't know that after banging on the door a few times in the middle of the day, it would be a great idea to try to break in. Don't you have like a... Do you have like a tiny camera or like a... Uh, what do you think something? I'm like a creep
3: just hanging out with tiny cameras all the time? <laughs> but yeah, I do have a couple of them. Okay.
4: <laughs> there it is. Can you can you set something up so we can maybe like see when he comes back or slide one under the door or do something?
3: Hmm. I mean, I think the best thing right now would probably be a motion sensor. I've got... One of those, so.
4: You know, it's even better than a motion sensor.
3: Uh, if you could actually break in, and so we could check an. A the motion apartment. sensor attached
4: to a camera, so we could see what's going. Could you just set up a camera, please? <laughs> mm,
3: now that you're pressuring me, I don't think I can do that anymore. Oh, for the love um, I think that I'm going to need to be able to get into the apartment now that you're. Now that you're just being mean, so. I'm just gonna walk to my car I'm just I'm done I'm leaving Okay So Bill starts walking away Ren, what do you do? Uh Bren is like What? I thought we were just having a conversation Find a ride <laughs> Uh Ren Uh Pulls out of his pocket Um Well actually no It I don't think that would be possible I think it would I think it would probably be best for me to make a story tag Putting it, um, are you
0: just? What are you doing? Are you putting I, I, a camera in his apartment or something, or a motion sensor in his apartment? A camera, yeah. Okay, um, I'll say you don't have to create it because you have it, but roll a sneak around to see how well you can hide
3: it. Okay. Um, so, what tags could you add to that? Um, don't know. I don't think there's anything for that. Okay, go just ahead and roll with a plus around, zero. Obviously. Because I was thinking software engineer for, but that's not really. Yeah. This uh, is just to, to hide it secretly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there is planting a virus, but it's. Yeah, that would be
0: more for computer work, though.
3: Yeah. All right, so go ahead and roll with a plus zero. Eight.
0: Eight. Okay. So you
3: you take it, you slide it, or how how do you hide it? What do you do? ren has got, um, it's like a little mechanical arm, and so he slides it, and he, like, peers around, and he sees that there's, like, a, a bookshelf to the right, and so he peers around and, um, pulls the camera out, sifts through his pocket, and, like, grabs, like, a brown colored camera, um, that's, like, the same color of that wood on that bookshelf. And so he, like, puts a little uh, sticky on it and then then places it on the bottom of that bookshelf.
0: Okay. So you, you manipulate it. You're looking through the camera. And you place it right there on the thing. And then you retract it. You're like, ha-ha, I did it. And as you turn around, you see the door behind you is open. And you see that lady is looking through the slit at you. And as soon as you look, she, like, closes it. And you hear all these locks, like, lock into place. And you see, like, some sort of towel, like, stuffed into the crack beneath the door. Uh, And you're like, oh, well, oh, well. And so you start walking after Bill. And as you're walking, a door is open, and you, like, look into it. And you see a TV screen, but it's filled with static. And you kind of wince at it, and you almost hear the static in your head, and you wait for the voice, but no voice comes. And you shake it off, and you keep marching. And then that static is still there. And as soon as like you walk out of the shot, the static fades away and a clear picture comes back up. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Misconceptions. We will be back with our next episode on October 1st. If you are a fan of the show, don't forget you can support us financially on Patreon. Or you can share us on social media. Or you can leave us a rating or viewing on iTunes. All three of those options are great. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter where you can get up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, or just chat with us because we would love to hear from you. City of Mist is an RPG created by Sun of Oak Studios. You can find more of their products at sunofoak.com. And if you want to buy the gorgeous core rulebook for yourself, don't forget to use the promo code Fan to get $5 off your purchase. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. That is all for this week's episode of Misconceptions. Thanks for coming back. We will see you next time. Be kind to each other, love one another, and also keep it nerdy, y'all.